the big bipolar results, the upsets and the gains. Uh, we're going to talk about what this actually means for the opposition. I'll be joined by the former um, finance minister, Mr. P. Chidambaram, uh, in just a few moments from now. But a quick summary. In Himachal Pradesh, the Congress has won three Vidhan Sabha seats and the Mandi Lok Sabha seat in West Bengal, four on four for the Trinamool Congress. In Madhya Pradesh, two Vidhan Sabha seats for the BJP, one for the Congress. And in the Northeast, big wins for the BJP, nine wins for the BJP and their allies in the north, northeastern part of our country, Rajasthan. Both Vidhan Sabha seats have gone to the Congress. In Haryana, the BJP has actually lost its deposit in Elanabad. In Bihar, the JDU has won both seats. Well, joining us now, the Senior Congress Leader, Former Finance Minister, Mr. P. Chidambaram. Thanks, sir. Uh, thanks, Mr. Chidambaram, very much uh, for being with us. Would you accept that the larger trend that we've seen in these by-elections uh, is that the ruling party of the state has been able to do rather well. So if you are in power in a state, this time around, chances are that you won. Well, not necessarily. Himachal Pradesh, yeah. that's not true. So Himachal Pradesh can't be called an exception. I think the larger picture, the larger lesson that one has to draw from these re election results is that the non-BJP opposition has been able to share the honors with the BJP. Mm -hmm. As I tweeted, out of the 30 assembly seats, the BJP has won seven, its allies won eight, making mm -hmm. it 15. Mm -hmm. But the Congress won eight, won more than the BJP, and the other non-BJP parties have six. So I think with uh, the first time, we have drawn level with the BJP, despite their enormous money power, uh, misuse of authority, uh, etc. Uh, we have drawn level, drawn abreast with the BJP and its allies. Mr. Chidamram, would you agree that we might be getting ahead of ourselves if we were to suggest that these election results are alone are indicative of people, let's say, turning against the BJP? I entirely agree. It would be a wrong conclusion to say that uh, we have got ahead of the BJP. That's why I'm very careful when I say we have drawn abreast with the BJP. And now the next round of elections in five states gives us an opportunity to draw ahead. Right. Uh, Mr. Chidamru, I think this always comes back to one point. When one looks at a unified opposition uh, in this country, the fact of the matter is it's not unified, not in the least. There's no one dominant opposition leader. So therefore, it's all very well to look at uh, state assembly elections and the fact that opposition parties seem to be winning every now and again quite frequently. But when one looks at a national election, the lack of a dominant single opposition leader, some would suggest, would mean that the BJP always has the edge. You are right on every sentence of your statement, except the last one. Last I thought one. you might say that. I thought you would say that. The dominant single leader was certainly an advantage in 2014. But a dominant single leader dominating the polity, dominating the economy, dominating the thought process for 10 years could turn out to be a disadvantage also. Therefore, one has to wait to see what happens in 2024. As I said in my tweet, I'm not looking at 2024. I'm looking at 2022. Right. I so, agree. The BJP seems to have an advantage with a dominant single leader. But 
I'm afraid it could turn out to be a disadvantage. So if you're, if you're looking at a, at, at a flow from, you know, doing well in the next uh, assembly elections going into 2024, another way of looking at it would be just three years till 2024. Uh, and by now, the opposition should necessarily have been united, at least with, with, with a leader or a couple of leaders who project a unified face. How would you respond to those who say that it's already too late? It will not be a united opposition in the sense that you are talking about. See, such an opposition, uh, sort of artificially united, could fall apart. For example, the BJP has lost allies. It has lost the Akali Dal. It has lost the Shiv Sena. It was on the verge of losing the JDU. So who is BJP's ally today? For all we know, in 2024, the JDU can uh, go its own way. And it may have crypto allies like the YSR Congress in uh, Andhra Pradesh, uh, sort of a reluctant ally in Odisha, Mr. Naveen Patnaik. But it may not have an ally in that sense. The Congress, on the other hand, is adding allies now. The Congress has the DMK on its side. It has the NCP and the Shiv Sena in Maharashtra. Uh, it is possible that um, other some other regional parties may become the ally of the Congress by 2024. As I said, I'm not looking at 2024. I want the state government battles. I think there are five next year and then in the end of the year there are two or three and then there's some in 2023 but about 10 states are going to election. Even mm-hmm. these states Either the Congress or some other regional party defeats the BJP, you will find then the momentum begins for a united non-BJP opposition. It's interesting that you use the word momentum, Mr. Chidambaram, because if you talk about momentum, it certainly doesn't help the Congress that you shoot yourself in the foot in a state like Punjab, where you shoot yourself in the foot on a daily basis, it seems. I'll comment on Punjab in a moment. But uh, let us uh, look closely at the data of the 30 assembly elections. In Himachal, the Congress's vote share was 48.9%, whereas BJP's was 28%. In Maharashtra, it was 57.03%, and the BJP's was 35.06%. In uh, Rajasthan, it was 37.51% and the BJP was 18.8%. The spread between the BJP and the Congress when the Congress wins is very large, close to 20% and more. But look at, look at say, um, UP, I mean, Madhya Pradesh. BJP won Two versus Congress is one, but the BJP's vote share was 47.58. The Congress's vote share was 45.45. A spread of only 2%. Right. In Karnataka, the spread is only 7%. In Meghalaya, the spread is, in fact, in favor of the Congress by 2% against against the opponent. So I think the spread is closing. The Congress is closing, and where it wins, it wins by a thumping margin. Where it loses, it loses by a small margin. margin. Right. Therefore, right. I and think Punjab, 
There is wind behind the sail of the Congress. That's all I can say now. I don't want to jump to conclusion. There seems to be a wind behind the sail of the Congress. All right, Mr. Chidambaram, we'll see uh, what actually happens off the wind behind the sail of the Congress. Talk about Punjab some other time. I'm afraid I'm completely out of time on this program. It's time for this short break.